Hey, it's Liz. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Podcast Meets Purpose from Valparaiso University's Institute for Leadership and Service, and Happy President's Day! Um, to celebrate, student body president Annika Brown is going to be hanging out with us today. Um, Annika is a senior studying international relations in French and is wrapping up her term on Senate and her time at Valpo. Yikes. Um, <laughs> Annika, I'm obsessed with you. I literally think I could talk about you all day. Um, but I just wanted to give you the floor just to um, so you can tell everyone who you are, what's your story, um, what your job as student body president is, etc. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm Annika. I am a senior here at Valpo. I am originally from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, I didn't know um, that. So go Huskers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I serve as a student body president this year, um, which means that I kind of serve in an advisory role of student senate. Um, but my job is mostly focused on engaging with the campus um, as well. So I've really enjoyed it and gone by really fast um but yeah thank you um again i'm obsessed with you um what's been your favorite part of serving as student body president um i think the best thing that i've enjoyed the most um has just been really seeing the ways that student senators take ownership of their work in student senate and being able to see that momentum grow in student senate of more senators really getting excited about their work and I enjoy being able to help them along the way um, and kind of make sure that everything is being um, seen through to the end. Um, and I also think getting to meet so many other students and um, different people on campus that I wouldn't have met otherwise has been really great. Yeah. What else were you involved in slash are involved in on campus? Yeah. Um, so I um, am involved in Greek life, a member of Kappa Kappa Gamma. Um, I've also uh, am a member of an acapella group on campus um, called Hooked on Tonics, um, which is really just fun for me because I sang a lot in high school. Um, so I was happy I could do that here. Uh, I've also helped with the French Club, and I'm a student aide at the Institute for Leadership and Service. Yes, she is. <laughs> what did you do with Student Senate before you became president? Yeah, so I was a senator. Um, for the other years when I was involved in Student Senate since freshman year. Um, I've also served as the, um, sorry, I've also served as a chair for the Committee on Media um, and worked with the screening committee, which interviews um, new people to be on Senate. Cool. Where, um, what's your favorite way to take care of yourself? Uh, something I've definitely learned over my time at Valpo is the importance of setting boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so whether that is, you know, leaving my phone in another room um, and not you know, looking at my email all day long um, or just taking time to read a book, watch my favorite TV show or uh, listen to music. Definitely just setting some time aside for myself throughout the day um, is really important. Yeah. Um, I know you studied abroad. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it affected your Valpo experience and also, I guess, how you lead now as our president? Yeah. Um, so I studied abroad uh, in spring 2019 in Paris, France. Um, it was definitely an important personal experience for me. Um, I was the only Valpo student in my program. Mm. And so for me, it was in a way sort of taking a break um, from campus to have this um, important experience for me as a French major 
Um, being in France was something I have wanted to do since I started learning French. Um, and so I think it was helpful for me um, to kind of feel refreshed at the end of that semester, um, but also made me really grateful for the community at Valpo. And it was really nice um, to come back to that. Yeah. And what was it like to um, to run for president from being abroad? Because we were, I think we were abroad the same semester. And I remember like that was my way of staying connected was like reposting all of your stuff. What was that like? <laughs> um, it was definitely challenging, um, especially given the time difference. Yeah. Um, I was really fortunate to have um, Mark Young, who is the vice president, um, here on campus. And he was willing to do a lot of the campaigning for me, which was really nice. Um, yes, very grateful for that. Um, I would say the most challenging thing was doing the debate, which for me started at 2.30 a.m. and ended at 4. Um, so being up really late. Bet you guys didn't know that, huh? <laughs> so being up really late um, and, you know, having to be articulate in my responses was a challenge, but it was really fun. Wow. So. That's ridiculous. Um, has serving as president given you an idea of what you'd like to do when you graduate? I think in some ways it has. Um, I eventually want to go into policy work. Yeah. And so <laughs> being able to see the ways policy on our campus works and how it affects students um, has helped me understand the importance of policy in our world in general. Um, and I think having a lot of opportunities to work with other people and see the process of creating change um, is something that has definitely kept me interested in doing policy later in life. Yeah. How have you seen um, your leadership skills change throughout this past term? Yeah, I think some of the biggest things for me um, are communication. So I used to be absolutely terrified of speaking in front of other people. Um, but then I you know, delivered a convocation speech in front of the entire freshman class. Um, and so being comfortable doing that has been a big growth for me. Um, I also think just being able to get to know so many other people on campus and work with them, collaborate, um, has been really important for being a leader um, on campus. Yeah, thank you. Um, what's one piece of advice you would give to students right now regarding their purpose? I think the advice that I would give is to always have an open mind. Um, definitely be open to new experiences, uh, meeting new people, because you never really know um, what you might get involved in that will change your idea of your purpose. Um, so I would say don't be so caught up in trying to define it right now. Um, definitely be open and see what happens. Yeah. How hard has it been to make change on our campus? I think um, making change in any institution is, of course, slow moving. A presidential response. <laughs> um, but I do think that a lot of um, leaders in our administration are definitely open to change. And I think we've been able to see some of that um, coming forward this year with the forum we had on visitation policy and dining services. Um, so I remain really positive about change happening on our campus just from the openness I've seen. Yeah, was the role of president what you thought it was going to be? Um, I think in some ways it was, like I definitely, 
you know, knew what the responsibilities were going to be, what meetings I would have to lead. Um, but sort of the public side of the role was something I wasn't anticipating. Um, in some ways, you always feel like um, the eyes are on you to, um, I don't know, to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the eyes are always on you. Um, and just always making sure that you're representing the campus well and other students well. Um, so that was something I wasn't anticipating, um, but it's been good so far. Yeah, what um, what would you say, because you said that like there's a lot of like eyes on you now, um, how has it affected you being like a prominent woman on campus? Yeah, I think um, I'm just more aware of the fact that people are looking at, to me um, and especially um, for younger women on campus, being able to uh, be a role model for them is something that is really important to me, but also really trying to engage other women on campus and get them involved in things and um, to show them that women on, on this campus can be in all kinds of leadership roles, um, which I've definitely seen um, when I was younger. And so I think um, having female role models on campus was really important to me and something I want to be for other women. Yeah, sure. What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, when I was really young, I went through a lot of phases of <laughs> wanting to be different things. Um, I wanted to be an archaeologist at Me one too. point. Yeah, it was so cool. Because of Land Before Time. <laughs> I loved that show. Yeah, I think I got to go to this like park and we were like digging up fossils and <gasps> I just thought it was the coolest thing. Um, I wanted to be an author at one point. Um, so a whole slew of things. Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up now? Um, that's like the question. All I know, I'm gay. sorry. Um, I mean, I think in some ways I'm still figuring that out. Um, I know that I'm really interested in working in food and agriculture policy. So that's sort of the direction I want to head in. Um, but what that turns out to be is still to be determined. Yeah. So food and agriculture policy, that was sort of like what your um, CAPS internship focused yeah. around, right? Mm -hmm. So can you like explain like a little bit of what that was? Yeah. So for my CAPS internship, I was working at Growing Home um, in Chicago, Illinois, and it is a urban farm and job training nonprofit. Um, and so for me, it was really interesting to see um, a lot of the ways in which um, sort of our food system and issues of poverty um, and intermingle a lot. Um, and so there, there's a lot that I think can be improved in our food systems and that internship really helped me to understand a lot of that um, in a deeper way than I could have in a classroom. Um, and so it really made me interested in learning more about it um, and seeing more of the different facets of our food system and working together, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Um, how do you avoid burnout? Um, I mean, I think for college students, it's something that we're all familiar with at some point or another. We definitely all experience it. Um, I think the biggest thing for me has been recognizing my limits and being able to say no to things. Um, Truth. <laughs> I think for a lot of student leaders on this campus, 
Um, we get asked to do a lot of things and we have a lot of cool opportunities come up. Um, and sometimes it's just the importance of learning to say no to some of them. Yeah, for sure. What do you feel like your purpose is? I know that that's like a loaded question and I like <laughs> on this podcast, like you're definitely the youngest person that like has been interviewed for it. So like all these people like are like, I don't know, well established in their careers and like they're following their purpose, like actively following it. But like, I feel like we're still searching for what that is. And I feel like since like we work at the Institute, we have like a better idea of what that looks like just because like we have to preach it to people so often. Mm -hmm. But have you found like, at least like a direction of like what you feel like you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. I mean, purpose is always so hard because it's, it's not something that is set ever. Yeah. And it's something that's, you know, always changing. You're always learning more about. Um, for me, I've really learned that I love working with other people um, and that in whatever sort of position, job I have in the future, I want to be working with other people, um, other leaders. Um, I've learned a little bit about um, the issues that I care about. So I was talking about food and agriculture. Um, I've learned that that's something that I want to be working in. Um, so, I mean, it's hard. I would say that definitely I feel like my purpose is working with other people. But what that looks like in a more defined sense is, I think, something that I'm still figuring out. Right, sure. And, and I think working at the Institute has definitely made me realize that that's okay. Um, and that is often the experience of other people as well. Um, a lot of the speakers that we have, you know, thought they were going to do something entirely different right after college and they end up finding something they didn't expect that they love. Um, and so I think I'm open to having a similar experience and I'm not trying to define my purpose um, too early yeah, and I feel like that's really important. And I feel like everyone that we hear about when they're adults, um, they think that they knew exactly what they wanted to do when they were our age, and then it changed in like a split second. So like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, putting too much on what we're doing right now is just setting ourselves up for disappointment. So yeah, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure at all. Like, that's easy for me to say, because I'm not graduating in a couple months. But like, <laughs> Yeah, seriously, no pressure. Yeah. And I think it's about like finding what you're interested in and just going for it and seeing how it works out. Um, I think part of finding your purpose is a lot of trial and error. Yeah, yeah. And like knowing yourself too. So I feel like the first step in all of this is figuring out like who you are and being okay with that. Um, and like, I feel like once you're comfortable with yourself and where you're at and like your abilities, then everything else just sort of falls into place and it's okay. Like when things don't work out because you know who you are at your core, you know, definitely. Yeah. I think reflection is a huge part of it um, that you need to have. Yeah. Do you feel like you've always been good at reflection or do you feel like that happened? Like when you went abroad because you like had the time to do that. Cause that's when I felt like mine kind of yeah. like settled in to me. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I think, I think I have always been someone who likes to reflect. Like I've, I've journaled from like a young age, but I think finding the time to do that in college is difficult. Yeah. Um, and so being able to study abroad was a huge moment of reflection for me um, because I had you know, a less busy schedule. Um, I was able to go and explore new places, meet new people. Um, 
which definitely invited a lot of reflection and, you know, being in new experiences where you learn things about yourself, that definitely helps. So I think it's something important that everyone should find a way to incorporate into their life, whether it is a semester abroad or, um, you know, just scheduling time in your day to take, you know, 10 minutes and think about how your day has gone, how your week has gone. is helpful. Yeah, I used to literally like schedule in like time with myself that was like non-negotiable. I would have it in my Google calendar even for my friends that saw it and like so like oh she's busy during that time. I'm like no like that's my time and you're not like nobody knows where I am just like everyone leave me alone. <laughs> um with your program did you have like any internships or volunteering or like were you just strictly doing classes? Yeah, so my program was interesting. It was divided into two sections. So the first half, we had classes, um, and so there was kind of a... um, It was, like, accelerated? Yeah, it was accelerated. Thank you. Yes, an accelerated program. And then the second half, we all did an internship somewhere in Paris. Um, So that was, I think, the biggest moment of growth for me, um, is being working in an office of a different culture um, and of a different language (laughs) every day. Uh, definitely um, challenges you and makes you um, think about um, your own culture and your own language in a different way. And so um, I really enjoyed that experience and found a lot of reflection from that. Yeah. Yeah. There's like not time to hustle when you're abroad because like with the visas that you get, like the certain ones, um, like you're not allowed to work, you're not allowed to do anything, you know? And it's like up to you to get involved in like whatever you want. And nobody comes up to you and is like, you should join this club. Like they do at Melbourne, (laughs) you know, like you have to like, you make the decision to like go out on a limb and do something. Um, and if you don't do that, then you have so much time for reflection. Like I did. So, yeah, that was like definitely something so different for me is like I was involved in no clubs or activities because they didn't exist. And so I would take that time to go visit a new park or go to a new coffee shop. Um, And it was, I was doing everything that I wanted to do just for myself, which was something that I don't always do on campus. So yeah. And low key, I feel like like, since I've come back, I've quit a lot of things just because I realized that, like, the self-reflection moments are more important. So, um, like, I don't know if, like, any of you guys listening, like, if you, like, have the opportunity to study abroad or, like, like we said, like, just find those times of reflection. Like, you don't have to have your day filled up, like, by the hour on stuff to do. Like, you can schedule a time for yourself and that's okay. So, like, if you need to, like, quit a club, that's no big deal because you're probably going to have more, like, self-growth and become more marketable, like, to employers or, like, to people and friendships if you like if you're more grounded you know definitely like I I think there's this notion at Valpo that more is more yeah Um, the more that you're involved in the better student you are which it's important to be involved in things for sure but um, you don't want to do that at the cost of your own happiness and your own well-being Um, so finding that balance is really important yeah, because then, like, then what's left? Like, when you don't have those clubs and stuff anymore, like, or um, if something happens and, like, you just, like, aren't in them anymore, like, what's left? Like, if you took away all the clubs and everything you're involved in, is there anything left? Or is that just, like, was that your identity? Like, do you know who you are? So I didn't mean to yeah. get that deep, but I'm very passionate <laughs> about that. And I thought that it would be nice to have the literal student body president tell you guys that it's okay to quit a club. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, for sure. 
What do you um, think your most rewarding experience at Balboa has been? Um, I think the most rewarding experience for me has been the people I've met um, and the moments when I get to just have these like deep conversations with other people um, like Liz right now, <laughs> whether it's uh, yeah, students or faculty or staff, I think just getting to meet so many awesome people that care so much about this place um, and just have so many interesting ideas and backgrounds to share is has been really wonderful. What do you think your legacy is in Valpo? Um, I don't know. Legacy is so intense. <laughs> it is, but like, but like you're in an intense position. So like, it's fair. no pressure to have a legacy, but like, I feel like every student body president like leaves a little something. So like they create like some kind of culture on campus, you know? Yeah. I think for me, what I really wanted to accomplish in this role was setting student senate up in a position where it could feel like it could do more the next year. Yeah. I really wanted to build off a of momentum um, and also orient the Senate to be a little bit more engaged with campus policy um, and other areas of campus besides student organizations. Um, historically, that's been our main role on campus. And so really trying to have a broader reach um, of student Senate has been really important to me and also having us be more recognized on campus um, for those things. Yeah. Um, Annika, you're a boss. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to rule the world when you graduate. I am so excited to see what you do. I'm excited to stay in touch and see what you're up to. Um, best of luck as you wrap up your final semester. <laughs> yeah, she's pretending to cry right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we literally can't wait to see what you do next. The Institute is like Annika's biggest fan. Um, do you have any final points you'd like to make or like any plugs? This is a space to do that. Yeah, I would just, I mean, this is definitely um, a little biased, but definitely try to get involved in the Institute if you can. I found it to be such a formative experience for me um, at Valpo and just the people that you get to meet here, the conversations you get to have are unique, I think, to this area of campus. And so I would encourage you all to just, you know, attend a program, get to know some of the other student aides here. Um, it's a really cool place. Yeah. And they're, um, they take student aids all the time and I wasn't expecting it to be such a formative experience, but like I applied for the position while I was abroad just because I wanted like a job for like the fall, um, because I was quitting everything and I wanted <laughs> something that would like have a little bit more substance to it. Um, so then it became my communication internship for the communication major. And I, like, can't imagine what this past year would have been like without it because it's just, like, made me question so much. And you're surrounded by such good people, and it's a safe space to ask hard questions. And the people that come through, it's such a cool, diverse – like, I don't know how they find these people, um, but it's just a really, really cool community um, that they've created here. So, yeah, I definitely second that. Thanks to everyone for listening. I know that that kind of, like, took a weird – turn that's <laughs> kind of like now like what past episodes have been like but um I really appreciated that conversation so yeah um feel free to follow us on Instagram at ILAS at Valpo to see what we're up to between episodes stay tuned for the next episode and happy President's Day thanks Liz yeah